Hey, what's up? We got another comedy jism for you. Uh, yeah, baby. Just uh, did a show over at Davenport's. Uh, was fun. Uh, there's uh, there's never a dull moment in my life. Never a dull moment. Uh, just driving, driving down Old Milwaukee Avenue. Big and Littles. If you haven't been to Big and Littles, man, you go to Big and Littles and you get their burgers. Don't fuck with the tacos. Everybody thinks you need to start fucking with the tacos. There's some okay tacos, I will admit. But their burgers, man, that Hawaii Five O burger or the El Pastor burger, get that shit. Get some fries and some Merck's Cheddar. Merck's Cheddar makes everything better. Is that their slogan? If not, it should be. Because Merck's Cheddar... For real, makes everything fucking better. They, you don't need another cheese in your life. They have all flavors too. They have cheddar. They have port wine. Melted Merck's cheddar is just so fucking good, man. It's just so fucking good. So, if you're from Chicago, you'll know this. But Big and Littles and a lot of other restaurants out here, let me say, are they're franchising too fast. There used to be one Big and Littles on Orleans and just uh, north of Chicago. And you know what? It was great. Always packed. There's fucking four of them now. And they're all pretty much empty. It's crazy. Just stick with the one, people. If you have a restaurant and you're going, hey, maybe I'll open up another one, don't. Keep that line going out the window. Keep it. It's not going out the window. It's going out the door. Maybe it's so crowded it goes out the window, too. I don't know. People say shit in different ways. I say it's going out the window. Fight me about it. Don't. I'm not a good fighter. Uh, I just... I'm just not in very good shape. Did you know that once I... uh, I uh, almost joined the army? For the sole reason of because I wanted to get in shape. Because that's what I need. I need somebody to... uh, just constantly tell me what to do. Otherwise, I'm not gonna, I'm too lazy. I get lazy. I do try and motivate my. I watch a lot of YouTube videos to motivate myself, and then I just get stuck in a YouTube hole. And I'm fucking watching Gordon Ramsay teach me how to cook a steak, which is the opposite of getting in shape. But uh, if you want to know, the trick to making a perfect steak is don't mess with it. Don't move it. You just lay it down. And you cook. Oh, and butter. Lots of butter. Butter's good for everything, though, so... You know, um... Getting in shape, yeah. But I'll watch YouTube videos, and I watch a lot of, like, Navy SEALs talk about how they got through SEAL training, because they have to go, like... I think it's, like, something like five nights, no sleep. They run, like, the equivalent of a hundred miles... It's, it's really fucking insane. And they have, like, the craziest shit happen to them. A lot of them get hypothermia multiple times and keep going. A lot of them have toenails popping out of their feet just from the, the pressure and the pounding in the pavement and the gravel or whatever it is. And they have a slogan that goes, if it doesn't suck, we don't do it. And I think that's a cool slogan. So I say it to myself when I work out. The only problem is... When you're doing 20 minutes on the low-impact elliptical machine, getting tired, telling yourself, if it doesn't suck, we don't do it. Ah, you feel like kind of a schmuck. So, 
do something tougher. I would do something. It's just hard, man. It's hard to get out there and do stuff. It really is. And the people who are there getting out there and doing stuff, fuck them. They're usually weird fucking people. Why can't everybody be more like Joe Rogan? You eat a steak and you run up a hill with a log on your back for 10 miles. And then you do jujitsu and you announce for the UFC and you're great at comedy. Be like Joe Rogan, man. I wonder how Joe Rogan got into any of that. Joe Rogan seems like the kind of guy that if he just has the slightest interest in it, he is going to be an expert in the next five to six years. Like an expert. Like triple black belt, Sumi, Robata. Ooh, I think I just saw a drug deal. They got out of their car in the middle of Orleans street and they met up over at a dark alley and then they both got back in their respective cars it was weird because their cars were blocking traffic maybe they were blowing each other I don't know what do I know what the kids do these days what do I know but let me tell you something the kids these days they love their hair fusion hairfusionbar.com 10% off your first purchase of hair fusions I'm going to pretend like I have sponsors and read the billboards. Ah, Green Door Tavern. Come in here for your beer. We also have all right food. I think people should be more honest with their slogans. Green Door Tavern. Beer's good. Food's okay. I I I would go there just from pure honesty. Club Lago. I had soup there one time. That kind of sucked. I'm going to be the slogan man for all these. Griddle 24. Don't eat anything here. We're a 24-hour diner. I wouldn't even trust the coffee. But uh, you can do it at your own risk because you're probably drunk if you're here. You'll probably figure out where I am based on all my shout-outs. Bounce Sporting Club. It's just like your run-of-the-mill restaurant uh, with regular cocktails and pretty alright food, but we're going to pretend like it's the best club ever. And every booth, bottle service, minimum of $1,000. How do we get people? Because people who can't get laid spend a lot of money in a night to impress women so they can get laid. That's all clubs are, man. It's people who can't get laid um, having, having money spent on an evening so they can get late. I couldn't even imagine spending $1,000 and walking home alone. I w- it would just be the biggest defeat. Like, that's like, you're, you're, that's some big gambling right there. Because you don't know. You don't know if you're getting laid. And all of a sudden, you're dropping $1,500 on the two of you so you can split a bottle of Grey Goose. And she's like, hey, I got to go home. What are you going to do? Nothing. You got to go home and jerk off. But, man, you could have just stayed there the whole time. That's why my dates ideas are so good. Well, I'm engaged, so but I'm saying I have good date ideas is what I'm saying, Gemma, if you're listening to this. My date ideas are good. The ideas for them. Here here's some of them. First of all, you want to get with the kind of girl who you know you can party with. 
And I know for my personal sake that I ain't partying with no girls who need to go to $1,500 clubs every Friday nights. No, 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 no. What we're going to do, here's my day. You ready? It starts off, I buy a six pack. Yeah, that's good. Uh, And we go to the park where I bring a grill. And I make brats from Jeans Sausage Company, jalapeno cheddar brats. We sit there for about two hours because my grill is very small and it takes a very long time to heat up. I make the brats. Test number one. I ask her, hey, would you like some Merck spread on your brat? If it's a no, date's over. I pack up, cut my losses, and go home. Well, after we eat brats. But if she says yes, the date continues. I spread some marks on her on her brat bun. And uh, I give her a brat. We drink beer. And I'm buying Miller Lite, too. There's nothing classy about this. And we sit by the lake. Because it's Chicago. It's not an ocean. We sit right by the lake. In folding chairs. And enjoy our brats and our beer. We watch the sunset. We pack up. We get in the car. Where to next? One of the five bars where I know the bouncer and get in for free. Because A, you look cool when you get into a bar for free. And B, who pays to go to a bar and spend money? Not this guy. So what do I do? I go to one of those bars. Hey, maybe I'm going to go to Blue Chicago. Maybe I'm going to go to Tonic Room. Maybe I'm going to go to Davenport's. I don't know. Those are my spots. So uh, I'm going to do that. Or if she's, I'm feeling like this might be a good date, I'll take her to a comedy club. Go to Zany's Little Laugh Factory. Introduce her to some people. Walk in the back door, you know. Maybe I'll do a guest spot. Probably not because that's rude on a date to go do time. Um, but I would totally do that. I would totally abandon a date midway through to go do a set. And then I would just hang out with everybody and be like, oh, I forgot you were here. I'm so sorry. How about brats and beer by the lake tomorrow? And then if she stayed after that, dude, you're golden. But I would expect her to leave. Actually, if she stayed after that, she probably has very low self-esteem. And um, it's going to cause you issues in three to six months. By the way, for all you people in new relationships or in the dating scene, three to six months is when issues start to arise. First three months, everybody's pretending to be somebody else. Not somebody else. Let Let me rephrase. To be their perfect selves. Oh, I don't have problems. Oh, I'm not going to get mad at you. Oh, I'm not going to yell. Everything's fun. Everything's funny. Everything's nice. We should all be that person all the time. But no, around three to six months, the crazy comes out. Hey, I didn't like that you did that. Because something crazy happened to me when I was a little kid. That's when that shit happens. And it's not like big shit. It's very little shit. Very minute. Very micro. And you're like, hey, that was a little weird. But it wasn't really a big deal. Whatever whatever happens in those first three to six months will be times ten when you're looking at years three through six. Keep that in mind. 
Also, if there are no issues, also scary. Because that's not a person who exists. That first one to three months, they've then extended longer. Which means they're hiding something big. If they're pretending to be perfect two years in, oh, is it about to get crazy soon because nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Except for me. Man, I'm pretty fucking perfect. Yeah, I really am. You know how they, like, old people will be like when babies come out of the vagina? They'll be like, five fingers, five toes, what more could you ask for? A lot. A lot more than the appropriate number of digits on the fingers and the toes. If that's all you got, that's a problem. You want more. You definitely don't want less. You want more. Have high hopes for your kids. Five fingers, five toes. How about, wow, this is going to be an awesome person one day. Just five fingers, five toes. That's like the ancient... The ancient. That's like how people used to measure shit back in the day. How many hands is it? Well, it's a lot less hands for Shaq than it is for me. You said it was 15 hands. Well... I uh, underestimated it's 32 hands. Uh, I'm going to have to redo this estimate. Uh, The labor involved in this and the materials is not what I had uh, figured for this gazebo. Uh, You told me 15 hands. It's at least 32 hands. Uh, I I don't know who measured this. Were you drunk when you measured it? Were you drunk when you measured it? I'm going to do an art piece. It's going to be like... Modern art. What do they call it when it's just art for people living their lives? Like, I'm never going to see you again. And this is going to be our art, our piece of art. I am going to only drink milk for the next year, and that's art. That's got a word, right, for it, that kind of art. I'm only going to poop on Saturdays for the next year and a half, and that's my art. What's my art going to be? If you think about it, I'm living my art. We're all living our arts by that definition. I am an art form. You are an art form. I want you to wake up every morning, look in the mirror and say, I am my art. Who the fuck would you want to be art? So, so I don't understand you? So I go, why is this hanging in the museum? And why does it cost $3.2 million? It's just a canvas... That somebody tossed paint on all willy-nilly. Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock seems like nothing more than a convenient epileptic. You put some red paint in his hand, all over the board. Put some yellow paint in his hand, all over the board. That's a Jackson Pollock painting. What's that mean? I don't care. I don't know and I don't care. I'm looking at art right now. There's a painting here. It's bad. That's one thing about art that I I do like. I'm very definitive of when something's bad. If something's good, I'm like, oh, that's a cool painting. Or, wow, I like those colors. But most of it's bad, and I know it. I think I'm a good art critic. 
I think most paintings are bad. There's only a couple good ones I've seen in my day. Because the thing about paintings is it's just a glorified drawing. It's a drawing that you said, this is important. Let me make it big and put it on a canvas and I'll color it. Why? Was it really that important to begin with? Like Picasso stuff? I don't know. Seems like he doesn't know how anatomy works. But no, it's so cool the way he depicts the figures. Picasso reminds me of a six-year-old trying to draw something. But with the detail and the motor skills of an adult. Now, if you gave me a Picasso right now, would I be happy? Of course. First of all, it's worth a lot of money. Second of all, he does have some paintings I like. I've seen I've seen a few of them in my day. But a lot of them, it's just like, dude, that's not where ears go. Hands are not in the butt. Coming out the butt. Your arm doesn't come out your butt. But in Picasso's world, it did. Now, Van Gogh... That guy also is pretty mediocre. See, these guys, they just have cool backstories. Van Gogh, he cut off an ear. He lived in Istanbul for a little while. He, uh, he, was, he was a Sherpa in Nepal in the Himalayas in his later years before he died. And uh, when he died, they found all his paintings buried in a Raiders of the Lost Ark tomb. And they're like, dude, this guy was pretty cool. We thought he just made these kind of okay paintings, but it turns out he enjoys Raiders of the Lost Ark in a tomb. So, none of that was true. If I had to tell you how much of that was true, I could I could only say that he's a painter and his ear was cut off of his body. Now, did he cut it off or did somebody else? Now, if he cut off his ear... If that happened today, we would not buy his paintings. We would put him in a home. And people would be like, hey, are these the paintings of the guy who cut off his ear? And they'd be like, yeah, they'd be like, take him out back and burn him. Get rid of that. This guy's nuts. I don't want, I don't want this hanging in my house. This is scary. He cut off his ear. Why did he cut it off? Because he loves you. No, he doesn't. He's fucking nuts. Who gave him a knife? Sporks only. It's the institute rule. Sporks only. Who gave this motherfucker a knife? These paintbrushes are too pointy. Take them away. He can finger paint if he wants. If he really wants... If he's really that dedicated, he'll finger paint. It's fine. Jism. Jism, 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 jism. All right, I'm going to go watch Homeland. You want to hear how I end my shows? I go, you guys have been great. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of your nights. Hey, if you don't finish those tater tots, I'm going to be in the back. Uh, I don't know why you ordered a cheese pizza. There's so many good toppings to put on that. But whatever, man. Um, Somebody cut this guy off. He said too much. I'm going to go to Taco Bell. I really want to try their fries, by the way. 
I haven't. Maybe I'll try them this week and I'll report back. They're only a dollar. They're not hard to get. But it's hard to... It's hard to... It's hard sometimes when you're fat and you're on a diet but you just want some fries and it's sad cause you're really trying but the fries and the burritos and the lemoncello drinks are all you want to eat dude I could have made the Wizard of Oz so much better is that the Wizard of Oz? Yeah, that's the fucking Wizard of Oz. Dude, they should hire me to write fucking show tunes. Alright, I'm out.